It's uh, with tremendous gratitude to Hashem that this week we celebrated the chasana, the marriage of our daughter Mushki, to um, Dov Yehuda Steinmetz, her chasan, by a very beautiful chasana that was in New York this past Monday night. Um, as you know, throughout the week following the chasana, we celebrate every day, every evening with Sheva Brachas. Um, and therefore, let me share with you an idea that was expressed by the Sheva Brachas celebration last night back here in Chicago. This week's Parsha is, of course, Parsha Shlach. The Parsha that has a very famous story about the Miraglim, the spies that Moshe Rabbeinu sent to check out the land of Israel, then it was the land of Canaan, to see what would be the best ways to conquer it. And, um, of course, they came back and they were scared off. And they said that the, the, places, the people there are too strong and the place is too fortified and there's no way we'll be able to conquer it. And they expressed this tremendous lack of faith in Hashem and Hashem's ability to conquer the land of Israel as He told them that He would. And because of that, the Jewish people were punished severely and they spent the next 40 years in the desert. And all of the men between ages of 20 and 60 died throughout those 40 years. And it was only 40 years later that they were led into the land of Eretz Yisrael through Yehoshua, through Moshe's successor. So that's the very famous story of the Miraglim, of the spies, that's in this week's Parsha. What's perhaps much uh, less famous is what the Torah tells us immediately after the story of the Miraglim. Right after the story of the Miraglim, so again, the, the Jewish people are punished, and Moshe Rabbeinu uh, really tells them what's going to be, and then some Jews try to go up to the land of Israel anyway, and they're not able. And then the Torah says, Vaidabar Hashem and Moshe, Hashem tells Moshe, he says, when you come into the land of Eretz Yisrael and you bring karbonis, you bring sacrifices, so there's a mitzvah that together with any sacrifice that one may bring, whatever sacrifice it may be, whatever carbon it may be, you should also add nesachim. Nesachim are libations. And that is that with every sacrifice you'd have to add some flour um, with oil and wine. And that would be brought up onto the mizbeach with the sacrifice. Some flour, um, oil and wine, and that was called nisachim, the libations that came along with every sacrifice. Um, and this mitzvah of those nisachim is in this week's parsha, immediately after the story of the miraglim, with a with details of how many or how much of these libations do you need for an ox sacrifice, for a sheep sacrifice, for a goat sacrifice, and the pasuk goes into it in detail. And this is the mitzvah, the law of nisachim. And the obvious question is, what does that have to do with the story of the Miraglim, the story of the spies? Why is that the mitzvah that's in the immediate aftermath to this great story of the spies and their failure and the punishment of the Jewish people? Why is that followed up by this mitzvah? Interestingly, Rashi says that when Hashem was giving them this mitzvah, this was really Hashem's way of telling them, don't worry, you're going to come into the land of Israel. As even though there was this whole debacle with the spies, and even though you'll be punished, but you will ultimately come into the land of Israel, and therefore here is one of the mitzvahs that is applicable in the land of Israel. And that's why this mitzvah is here. So that gives some level of explanation, uh, but still leaves open the question, why specifically this mitzvah? There are many mitzvahs that would become um, obligatory once they come into the land of Israel. Or the mitzvahs of Shemitah, of Yevil, of Truma, of Meiser, um, and so many others, what are called, <coughs> excuse me, in halacha, mitzvahs hatluyes ba'aretz, the mitzvahs that are part of the, that are dependent on the land of Israel. 
So it's uh, by no way is Nesachim, libations, the, the first mitzvah that comes to mind when we think of the land of Israel. So therefore the question remains, what is it about specifically about the mitzvah of Nesachim, of libations, that is the mitzvah that was used to tell the Jewish people you will be coming into the land of Israel immediately after the story of the spies? And in short, the answer given is the following. Um, what's unique about the mitzvah of Nesachim, about libations, is that a person... Um, donated, he said, um, he pledged, I'm going to bring a sacrifice to Hashem. And in his mind, he was bringing an ox, a sacrifice, a sheep sacrifice, a goat sacrifice. And here comes along the Torah and says, yes, you've pledged to bring this sacrifice. But now there's an additional responsibility that you have, which is to add the nesachim, add the libations, that you perhaps had no intention of bringing. And the person might say, but that wasn't my intention. I, I pledged an ox. I didn't pledge libations. And the Mitzvah of Nesachim tells us that although you only pledged A, but being that right now you are in a different situation, you're in a unique situation, you brought a new carbon, that comes along with additional responsibilities um, and additional merit, additional mitzvahs that come along with your um, donation or pledge, though that may not have been your initial intent. And in fact, this idea is very much connected to going into the land of Israel in general. Um, one might say, I want to go to the land of Israel because it's a holy place to be, so I want to go to visit Israel. And Hashem says, yes, wonderful. But when you come into the land of Mitzvahs, there's a num- the land of Israel, that is, there's a number of other obligations that automatically um, come to you that you become automatically responsible for. Now, I might say, I didn't sign up for all that. I, I just wanted to come to the land of Israel. True, you didn't sign up for that. But when you come to this new place, and this new situation, there's an elevated level of holiness, an elevated level of Kedusha, and therefore it comes along with new and additional responsibilities. And this was the message to the spies. The spies didn't want or didn't want enough to go into the land of Israel. And the land of Israel is a place where there's a tremendous amount of mitzvahs that one can fulfill, specifically there. So one could say, again, okay, so I just won't go there. I won't go to the land of Israel. I won't have the mitzvahs. And here the terror says no. A Jew is supposed to look to add, to increase, and then when they come to a new place, or they come to a new situation, or they come to the land of Israel, they bring a carbon, then as you grow, there automatically are <coughs> new and, ob- and additional opportunities and obligations um, that come to a person. And that's true for every person throughout life, that as we grow, as we grow in age, from one age to a different age, as we grow in situation, from one situation to another, or in different parts of our times in our life, so we change and we grow. And when we change and grow, automatically there comes along a new set of responsibilities, a new set of opportunities. And it's up to us to see to it that we don't remain with our old set of responsibilities alone and for our, old, our old set of uh, of you know, obligations that we fulfill, but that we adapt to the new situation and understand that, yes, we're older, and yes, we're different, and yes, we're changed, and now there's new opportunities, new ways for me to fulfill my shlichas, fulfill my um, missions in this world, to make myself, make the world around me a better place, preparing the world for Mashiach, and that's an ever-changing um, mission, depending on my state of being and where I'm at. And that is one message from the story of the mitzvah of the Nesachim. Have a wonderful Shabbos. I'm going to